Marianne Ross and Joni Holman are the owners of Supply Chain Mavens Incorporated, a fast-growing corporate training company with global reach. Our 30-minute bi-weekly podcasts deliver inspiration, humor, and reality, featuring interviews with authors, consultants, executives, and experts who share their personal success stories. If you're new to supply chain or need a career boost or are exploring a move into a different field within the supply chain universe, join us for refreshing candor and innovative new ideas. I'm Marianne Ross with Supply Chain Mavens, and I'm here with my best friend and business partner, Joni Holman. And today we've gone international to talk with one of our dearest friends from South Africa. And so I'm going to allow Jenny to please, Jenny Frome, to please introduce herself to you so you can get to know her and like her as much as we do. Mm-hmm. Jenny? <laughs> oh, you're so kind. Thank you so much. Um, I'm Jenny Froome, and I live in a place called Midrand, which is halfway between Johannesburg and Pretoria in South Africa. I'm originally from England, and I arrived in South Africa via Kenya. Um, Africa has been part of my upbringing since I was about six weeks old, and I've lived in multiple different countries thanks to my father's work, but was then sent off to the dark days of boarding school in South Africa, in in England. Um, And I've been in South Africa since 1995, and I currently manage my own events management business, having been very involved with SAPIX, the Professional Body for Supply Chain Management, Mm -hmm. for over 20 years. Congratulations. I know I don't look old enough. You don't look old enough. (laughs) (laughs) So it must keep you young. Oh, it definitely keeps me young. Absolutely. But doesn't supply chain management keep all of us young? And isn't event management really something to do with supply? Or isn't supply chain management something to do with event management at the end of the day? It's a complete microcosm. So yes, it's end to end. They're totally interrelated, Jenny. Mm -hmm. So that's going to lead us into asking you, why do you think supply chain rocks? Basically, it keeps the world turning, doesn't it? Mm, You know, if done badly, things break and they don't work and people don't communicate and you can't get things from A to B. But if they happen properly, then nobody, I can remember someone saying nobody ever knows things are going wrong unless they're broken in Mm -hmm. supply chain management. And I know you can use that for a lot of different things. But I think it's true of this profession totally. And a a good supply chain is something that nobody knows how it works. And COVID definitely kind of, I know it didn't do anybody any real favors, but if you're trying to be Pollyanna and look on the bright side from a supply chain professional perspective, it did kind of highlight really what everybody does and what happens when things aren't done as well as they should be or can't be done as well as they should be done. So that's why I think it rocks. That's a very good rationale. (laughs) and and you're so right jenny if there were a a silver lining to covid it would be better understanding of the importance of supply chain 
or the average individual now understands it far better than they did before COVID. Mm -hmm. Conversations don't stop when you say, what do you do? You know, they, people actually have a, have a, have a knowing look. Yes. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So I am very curious. How did you get involved in supply chain? (laughs) Uh, Through conference management. Uh Um, when we first, so my husband and I started our business uh, back in 1995, and we moved from Kenya to South Africa. And we, my background was conference management. His was incentive travel. So the two oh. made a really natural, um, you know, we're both organizers. He's much better at it than I am. Thank goodness. Um <laughs> And so we started our business and somebody came to us saying, I've got a client who needs some help with their annual conference. And they had six weeks to go and it was all a bit um, exciting. Let's put it that way. But that client was Sapix. So Sapix was our very first client in South Africa. And we have managed their annual conference since then. So I think I, you do the maths. I can't remember. I think our mm-hmm. 25th anniversary came and went. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have managed that event for many, many, many years. And for a number of years, we managed the event knowing we were doing a good job from a conference point of view, but not really ever understanding the content. And um, in 2004, a good friend known to, to all of us, I think, Tracy Cheatham, yes, was yes. Pre- she was the chair or president of SAPEX at the time and approached when that SAPEX went out to tender to have their administration managed rather than having all the overheads of employing people. And we were really keen to do that because we knew we could and we were very entrenched in the business anyway. And we wanted to try and marry the conference with the annual membership and the member community to see what a difference that would make. So that's what we started doing. And I realized that you know, for the first time in all the years we've been managing the conference, I actually understood or was learning about what all these people traveled all around the world to talk about. So for me, it gave me a, a huge advantage in being able to manage the program better, being able to identify speakers, being able to talk about what was hot, what wasn't, and really to start to take a huge interest in what now is a bit of a passion, which is supply chain management. So it's a long, long story, but we got there in the end. Yes, and multi-country. So mm-hmm. did you did you go to school for the conference management? And in- oh. no, I I trained as a secretary. As my mother said, if if you're a secretary, you can do anything. So <laughs> oh. I I was going to be a teacher. And I failed horribly. I was a horrible student. I didn't have teachers like you two. I um, I was, I really just wasn't good at exams and things. And I failed. I wanted to be a home economics teacher. And the subject that I failed in my A-levels was home economics. Oh, well, so I, that oh, was not my, not my destiny. That's right. So <laughs> I had to fabulous years in Nairobi where my father was working at the time 
Um, and my mum said, go and do a secretarial course. She'd done it. It had held her in good stead. So I went off and I found I was jolly good at Pittman shorthand and that wow. I could type fast on a manual typewriter and really you know from there on it's I've gone my first job in London was managing working in a working for a guy who managed a conference center in London oh, wow. and then I just kind of went from there but I've, I've never really been formally trained and what I like to call if we're into you know I know in the apex community or the ASCM community people love their letters aren't under their name after their name and their badges and their ribbons so <laughs> the letters after my name are QBE which is qualified by experience ah oh, there you go I love it I love it what a great origin story it's it's always fascinating to me to hear about how people in our age group end up in mm -hmm. supply chain as compared to the 20 year olds that I have in classes now who deliberately chose supply chain. And it, it's mm -hmm. all good, right? Whether we decided on it deliberately or whether we came by it accidentally. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's in I our met blood, someone... it's in our blood, right? Exactly. I met someone yesterday who got into it. He started his career in health and safety. Wow. And he's now he's now a supply chain professional of note. So wonderful. So Jenny, you've had such a storied background. What do you think are the greatest contributions that you've made to supply chain? And I know there have been many. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, it's really, it's hard. That's a really tough question because I know there are lots of things I've helped to do, but as is the case with supply chain management from start to finish, it's never really about one person. It's always about the team and how you as a team have worked together. Mm -hmm. And really that for me is the essence of, of what SAPIX is all about and what this whole world of associations is all about is that there are a lot of really amazing folk who work together to make things change or give back to a profession that they're passionate about so I would like to think that for, for me obviously the the SAPIX conference is, is far and away my greatest achievement I think um, and it's something that I will always be very, very proud of. Mm -hmm. When I hear that people in China are talking about the SAPEX annual conference and that we've helped to put Africa on the map. And mm -hmm. I can always yes. remember somebody coming to a conference one year and saying to me, it is unbelievable that Africa can do this. And that really caused me to think, well, what do you think we do uh -huh. here? Mm -hmm. um, and, and that sort of lit a bit of a spark. And then working with people like Scott Luton and, 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 and yourselves and so many of the internationals um, in the ASCM community and, and the broader global community, we've, we've been able to, with the likes of Ken Titmus and mm -hmm. all those incredible folk been able to kind of show that we have some really brilliant supply chain talent on this continent and the more we can highlight it and the more we can provide platforms to showcase it that's really what I think probably is going to be my contribution and my legacy so 
we've just launched two years ago, we launched the um, Africa Supply Chain Excellence Awards. Oh. Um, and and we, we with my two um, director colleagues and, and friends, um, we've launched this thing and it's now in its third year. And the stories and the just the examples of supply chain brilliance or supply chain excellence that there is on this continent, considering the infrastructure challenges, um and the educational challenges is is absolutely phenomenal and you know the more that we can talk about this and the more lovely people like yourselves give us the platform to do this then the greater our our legacy or our contribution is going to be to all of this i think um highlighting those stories is just so important such good role examples to other people that mm -hmm. you are able to do that. I just, I didn't know that about you. And so um, just one more thing to be really impressed by. Thank you. And I'm also really, really, really passionate about this whole discussion around how do you make supply chain sexy? How do you make young people want to get into this profession? Because it's so hard for them to know what actually it is because it's really complex but mm -hmm. it's not really. And, and so what do you do? And that's when you introduce them to people like you and you create a young professional conference, which we did. Um, and, you know, this was something I had wanted to do for years and years and years with Safex and we were able to do it. And I think next week they're now doing the, I don't know, I think it's going to be about the 12th uh, supply chain conference for young professionals, which- wow is so amazing and you know you you it's for me it was always one of the most amazing events in the SAPEX calendar because you know that the supply chain is the supply chain profession is secure for the future yeah. with the with the kids the young people who are coming through it but more importantly it's the it's that the mentors, I was going to say the older people, but the mentors <laughs> who are still involved and still enthusiastic and still passionate about getting involved to help them and to show them the way, if you like, and to be that connector is something that I'm, I'm, I am very proud of. I think that's something that I do do very well. And I've connected some phenomenal people who go on to do phenomenal things. You should be proud, Jenny, yeah. that it was the efforts like individuals like yourself have, you know, really flattened the world, uh, you know, that we can connect with people all over the world and have friends everywhere. It's mm -hmm. just such a gift. And mm -hmm. you have helped to create that. So you should be so proud of that. Thank you. And again, you know, going back to the COVID silver linings, this was something that I think was a huge, huge bonus for all of us was that I've made some outstanding relationships online with people who I would never have done had it not been for COVID because we'd have been too busy. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, that, that that's where the world is so terribly small and we can learn um, from from so many people who you would never normally get to meet. You know, I've been really lucky in that I was able to attend conferences like the yes. ASCM conference, mm -hmm. but there are thousands of people around the world who will never get to those sort of events, never have that 
privilege of, of meeting people and being able to stand on a stage and guided and taught by someone like Marianne Ross. You know, <laughs> those, those are the things that I've been so lucky to be able to do. But this online world does create that that opportunity for people more than it's ever done before as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's not only given us a career, it's given us friends all over the world and the opportunities to travel to so many places around mm -hmm. the world. Yeah. But it's really the friendships. It's really the people that have been the biggest blessing for us. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Completely. Friends, agree. friends for friends for life type thing. You know, yes. you, you've met them at a you've met them at a conference. But also I think that's something that's so amazing about these events and any event that is industry specific, to be in a room surrounded by people who fundamentally have one thing in common before they even open their mouths. And that's a passion for this profession. And that's something absolutely amazing to witness is that is those connections that take place because, oh, you've got the same challenge or, oh, you've had the same opportunity or whatever, whatever. Those are the things that really inspire and motivate. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jenny. Um, so you were mentioning about the student conference. That was mm -hmm. awesome. What kind of advice would you give to somebody who's a student or somebody who's just entering the supply chain area? Uh, there, I only have one answer to that, and that is find your tribe. And by doing that, it's joining a professional association, whether it's whether it's in your own country, whether it's online, whether it's a, a chapter, which I, the, everyone listening will know what a chapter is. But I think it's kind of for, for South Africa, we don't have chapters anymore, but it's find your local community. And again, you know, community is everything and when you are young it takes the fear away it you've always got somebody to go to you've always got somebody who can help you but also you can help them too and that's the that's the the the, the joy I think now is that older people are realizing that younger people can actually help them in things yep. um so so these relationships are becoming ever stronger but where do they start they start in a community like the ones we've grown up in professionally um and I and I look at all these uh, associations and the value that they add all around the world and it doesn't matter who who it is it's if if it works for you join them but get engaged go on the site visits talk to the people go to the evening meetings go to the membership meetings that are online you will I will guarantee you will meet at least one person who will change your life you know <laughs> it's I'm not being too dramatic they will they'll teach you something or they'll share something with you that you would never ever get from a textbook or um or an online session not ever oh you know jenny that is such sage advice it's right. as you're talking i'm thinking about the mentors who you know were the shoulders for me to lean on coming up blair williams was oh, a yeah. phenomenal mentor mm -hmm. for me will never be forgotten there's mm -hmm. so many others so you are so right is that these relationships that we forge uh, become lifetime friends, family members, the tribe, as you describe it. Yes, I love that. 
It is, mm -hmm. it is a gift. Thank you for bringing that out because that is so important. Right. As you were talking about that, yeah. Jenny, I was thinking back to my very first a ASCM, well, it was APEX back then, APEX their then. professional de uh, development meeting, and mm -hmm. how um, the president of the chapter asked me, well, how can we serve you? And it's like, wow, this is the president of a local APEX chapter, and he's asking me how how they can help me. And and so they did. They got me over a hump. Um, we were trying to implement lean back then. And so that fraternity was such a safe environment to ask any kind of question in. And um, I, I love that. They were definitely my tribe. They were actually yeah. my mental health, health <laughs> consultants as well. So 100% and so many. And also, you know, Joni, you, you you just hit on something that we haven't even talked there's lots we haven't talked about but it's also something women in supply chain and the two oh, of yes. you really are in a, a very elite group of trailblazers that that have paved the way for a lot of young women now who would never have been considered for jobs etc if you guys hadn't been doing and there I use the word guy but if you <laughs> ladies hadn't been hadn't been bold and brave enough to embrace a profession that wasn't really for girls at the time and you know we all need to say thank you to you and I can remember somebody and I either it's either Claire Bloom or it's Carol Patak and I can't remember which mm. one but when asked why how did you choose to be the best woman in supply chain management and her <laughs> answer was I didn't choose to be the best woman anything I just chose to be the best and I think you know you think back to the conversations that happened when you first started out to those that are happening now and they're happening, but we still have so much more to do. And that's where, again, professional organizations um, can be those platforms, can mm -hmm. provide those safe spaces for, for young people to, to, to forge ahead, really. So thank you so much for spending this time with us. I've learned things about you that I never had any idea, but we don't get to see each other very often. Mm -mm. So, so. Here's to making those distances between times shorter. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much, Jenny. This was so delightful. We really appreciate it. And for our listeners, we hope you're going to enjoy it as much as we did. We're pretty sure you're going to think that Jenny Froome rocks just yes. like we do. Mm -hmm. uh, so tune in in two weeks when we'll come back with another awesome rock star in the world of supply chain. Thanks again, Jenny. Thank, Thank you, Jenny. you so much. Thanks. Take good care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Supply Chain Rocks. We hope you've been inspired and informed during our time together. Learn more about the training events we offer by visiting our website at supplychainmavens.net. We'll be back in two weeks.